0: It's Bosch to the Bigs brought to you by, well, me, with Better Homes and Gardens Real Estate. Give me a call at 845-430-8415. And if you're wondering who me is, well, I'm Kyle Straub, joined by Pat James here on Bosch to the Bigs. We appreciate you joining us here for the Player Profile Series. We have run through 20 of the 27 players, Pat, that we're going to highlight, and we're less than a week away from opening day here as we sit down and record Kind of, wild, excuse me, kind of wild to think about that. But at the same time, the temperature is about 60 degrees and creeping up. So it's it's one of those like, man, I can't believe it's here. But the weather says it's baseball season. Let's get things underway. So let's go ahead and wrap up our final seven. And we will start with Max Reamer, who was in his first season with Carolina last year. We saw him in about 15 games. Might be in the mix for that backup catcher position this year.
1: Yeah, hey, you know, Max Reamer a guy, you know, came in, played uh, two years at Walter State where he slashed 322, 450, 413, and 54 games. Um, and as you said, came in last season. You know, it took a little while for him to make any sort of impact. You know, logged just two at-bats in as many games between the start of the season and the end of April. But then you kind of saw him come, you know, out of nowhere there in the Notre Dame series, you know, in early May. Go three for six with a home run, a double, three RBIs. You know, I, I remember being like, who's this guy? You know, we hadn't yeah. seen a whole lot of him. Um, also had two RBIs against Campbell in a two-hit game at Georgia Tech there in that final month of the regular season. Ends up slashing 258, 361, 419, and 36 plate appearances. You know, so put, you know, a pretty solid season together in the small sample size that we saw him in. Uh, and just continue that add on to, uh, you know, the, the Coastal Plain League this summer, playing with the High Point Thomasville High Toms. <clears throat> Where he slashed 257, 341, 471 with four homers and 14 RBIs. Um, and you know, so far this offseason, uh, you know, he's been, you know, really productive at the plate, especially here in the preseason. Um, arguably might be one of the UNC's most productive hitters so far here in January and early February. Um, so the bat plays, but it'll be interesting to see kind of you know where he fits.
0: Yeah, it really is interesting because <clears throat> like you said, we really don't have a lot to look at from last year because it took him a little while to adjust to the D one level. But once he got those opportunities, you saw him have some success. And then you saw the coaches try to get him into the lineup a little bit more, which we just kind of talked about a little bit before we got on here. Yes. He's going to be battling with Eric Grinst in that backup catcher role, but if they like the bat enough, do they try and find other ways of getting him into the lineup outfield being the spot that really is that corner outfield spot. In right field being really the only one that we just don't know who's going to be there. Do you think he could be in the mix for that?
1: Yeah, he's definitely gotten a little bit of work there kind of here and there more so in the fall than he has so far in the preseason. But, you know, when he was at Walter state, he kind of played all over the diamond a little bit. I mean, played a little bit infield as well as outfield. So it won't be surprising me at all. You know, if he continues swinging the bat as well as he has so far in the preseason if he could kind of find, you know, one of those corner outfield spots. We talked, you know, as you said, you know, in terms of what he can do at catcher, you know, you've seen him here in the preseason make a few nice defensive plays. I mean, there was one play in particular that stood out where the opposing team, whichever color it was, blue, navy, you know, who knows, uh, (laughs) infield in, runner on third hard ground ball was hit to Danny Saretti. and Serretti, you know, his throw is a little bit offline. You're just kind of taking Reamer back to the third baseline. You know, he adjusted, came back, and made a really nice tag at the plate to get the out. And that was just one of the, like, you know, some of the highlights that, you know, he's made behind the plate this season. But you've also seen, you know, a few instances where, in particularly with him, the one thing that I've kind of noticed is he is kind of, you know, fairly soft-spoken, and that does kind of translate at times, you know, where you have maybe a pop fly, pop fly. You know, by the catcher, you've seen a few of them kind of fall just because there maybe wasn't as much talking as there probably could have been. Um, so that's something that's I'm kind of monitoring, you know, because but in the end, you know, Coach Forbes has said that, you know, both, you know, Reamer and Eric Grintz are two guys who he feels a lot more comf- com- comfortable in, in terms of, you know, penciling in the lineup this season.
0: Yeah, and we've talked with him about, you know, giving Tomas a break here and there, especially with a couple of weeks where there's two midweek games um, and trying just to save the legs a little bit for him. And there's two options that are right there for you. I kind of feel like Reamer, even though he hasn't been with the Tar Heels as long as England, I feel like he kind of fits into that same type of role because Clem is very small, uh, soft-spoken. But when you get him in the lineup, especially if he's hot, that bat, the ball jumps off of it. And we saw that in the Notre Dame game, which kept on getting him more at-bats last year. So it will be very interesting to keep an eye on how he fits into the mix and if that bat is enough for them to try and put him in the outfield and find ways to get him in that lineup. Um, and we've talked about it before. Matchups are going to be a big thing with this team. So depending on whether it's a righty or a lefty and how he handles certain guys, that'll all play into it as well. So good one to keep an eye on. Uh, let's go ahead and jump to our number to know for Max Reimer.
1: Yeah, Max Reamer's number to know is 11.1%, which is his strikeout rate across 270 plate appearances at Walter State, UNC, and Holly Springs. Just 30 strikeouts and 270 plate appearances. Just kind of gives you a sense of just, you know, his ability to make contact, you know, and he's done a good job this offseason of kind of moving runners when he needs to. Uh, Yeah, just combine that with the power that he's shown, you know, and he could be, you know, quite the weapon for this team, whether it be in an everyday role or, you know, as you just said, coming off the bench.
0: That is a great stat right there. You put the bat, to the, you put the bat to the ball. Good things are going to happen, and you're going to find your way into the lineup. So there's the number to know on Max Reimer. That is our breakdown for the Tar Heel possible backup catcher, possible outfielder. We'll have to see. Less than a week to find out, though. Thanks for joining us here on our player profile series on Bosch the Bigs for Pat James. I'm Kyle Straub saying so long.